listening to the Loving BDSM podcast, episode 224. Kill the Lords, right? 224? Yes. Yeah. 224. Yeah. What do numbers mean anymore? Kill the Lords, you the one, the only, the keeping me straight for, well, maybe not straight, keeping me on track for many years. Either way, it's a tough job. I mean, I don't know if we should, yeah, no, I don't think you're the one keeping me straight. No. Uh, this week, um, let's just admit something to ourselves. It's okay to not be okay right now. That's it. That's the show. We're done. We can go now. Yeah. It's okay to not be okay. Yeah. We're going to talk about it. I'm going to whine. It'll be great. Welcome to the Loving BDSM Podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. And if you hear the distant dulcet rumbling in the background, we're, we have a rainstorm going on outside our uh, recording area. So there we are. <laughs> <laughs> Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education. And show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. If you love what you hear, we'd love a good review wherever you listen to us to help other kinksters find us. You can follow the show on Twitter, at LovingBDSM, on FetLife at LovingBDSMPC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, LovingDS and the number one, LovingDS1, or on YouTube at YouTube.com slash LovingBDSM, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. As always, a big shout out and thank you to our kinky patrons slash proud crickets on Patreon. We see you. We love you. We thank you. Uh, quick announcements for the Patreon folk. You have your very own special live Q&A coming up the Saturday after this episode goes live. Yes, that's July 4th. Yes, fellow U.S. residents, we know it's a holiday. We don't really care. Um, and also one of the perks of being one of our proud crickets on Patreon is your own special extra podcast episode behind the scenes. Tell you kind of what we're doing to make things happen. That also just went live this week. And also we have a Discord server thingy where there's a lot of good community going on so mm -hmm. if that sounds like your thing if you'd like to help support the work we do please consider joining us on patreon patreon.com slash lords that's patreon.com slash lords or link in, in the show notes they're just want a roll of thunder yep. <laughs> uh for podcast listeners um for anybody who comes in later uh on the live stream if you hear rumbling in the back we know that's thunder yeah um okay so before we get into today's topic, I had one announcement. Okay. We are not sponsored this week, but this is an affiliate, and it's a company mm -hmm. we talk about all the time. So I was like, oh, well, we're spreading the word. Yes. So Hot Octopus is one of our favorite sex toy companies, and they actually sponsored a thing I ran back in May under an old project called Masturbation Monday. They sponsored a giveaway, and I was like, hey, the giveaway is great, and thank you so much. Can I get a coupon code for later so we can celebrate Masturbation Monday and Masturbation Month all year long? And so they did. And so you can save 15% off at Hot Octopus, whether you want buzzy, vibrating toys for clits and vulvas or penises. Uh, they're really good at the sex toys for penises for freaking sure. Uh, the coupon code is CMM15, uh, C as in cat, Amazon Mary, Amazon Mark <laughs> 15. Uh, at hotoctopus.com. Uh, for people on YouTube, all the information is in the description box. And for podcast listeners, all the information is uh, in the show notes. But if you just go to hotoctopus.com, shop around, use the code CMM15, you save 15%. Um, 
and that's good site-wide. I've had several coupon codes lately that mm -hmm. were product-specific. You could only use it on that specific product. Oh, not this time. It's for everything. It's for everything. So if you've had your eye on something, um, this might, you know, maybe this is the time to get it. Um, and that coupon is good through July 21st, 2020. We are affiliates. So just full disclosure, if you make a purchase using our link or our coupon code, we do make a small commission off of that. That all goes towards doing the things we do. So full disclosure, full disclosure. Okay, so for this week's episode, I have no show notes. I have no notes to get us through this conversation. The elephant that's been in the room. You know, and we have, I think, sort of talked about Talk, it. We, we, we talked we, about it in different ways. Yes. And we've, you know, we don't pretend mm -hmm. um, that life is great outside the four walls of where we're recording. Um, and I really think this is one of those things where it's going to be very personal for everybody because we each have our own threshold that we can tolerate of stress and of uncertainty. Um, we are each going through our own experiences of what's going on in the world right now. So, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, the pandemic, COVID-19 is absolutely top of mind. But quite frankly, the the ongoing protests, which are, you know, have been peaceful. So, of course, the news isn't covering them. Mm -hmm. And the ongoing, you know, centuries-long issue with racism and police brutality, that's huge. The depending on your personal politics, the state of politics in whatever country you live in, it's yeah. probably like, are you kidding me? The economy, you know, the pandemic has fucked with most of our economies, no matter what country you live in. So there's a lot. And yeah. what has got you personally not okay is gonna be slightly different from the next person. Um, and I realized we were at, nine o'clock this morning we record slash live stream at 12 30 p.m eastern time local time you know where mm -hmm. we are at so nine o'clock this morning i still didn't have a topic for this week's mm -hmm. episode and that's i mean every once in a while we'll do that and i'll kind of joke haha you know slacker but this was more of a nothing at that moment felt important enough to discuss because i just wasn't feeling okay and part of it part of it i've noticed is that when i get these days when i get tired i mean it's not just you're like oh i could really go take a nap tired it's like bone weary mm -hmm. can i sleep for two weeks without waking up level of tired putting, putting one foot in front of the other is an effort exactly and you know to keep life moving and keep lights on and keep children taken care of. You you know, in our situation, mm -hmm. on some level, we have to keep putting one foot in front of the other. Yeah. Um, and then I th was thinking about how I feel as a submissive and I don't feel very submissive and I've probably not been the best, I certainly have not been the best submissive I could be. Yeah. Um, and you and I have had conversations, it's affected your dominance. Right. Um, it's affected well, our sex lives, I mean, like it's just between, a lot. Between all the, all the stuff just going on in general in the world, and then this weekend, this past weekend, you know, life itself, just in general, can suck and throw bullshit, bullshit at Right, you. I mean, any normal day, and, sure. And, you know, this past weekend, we, we had some things going on, and, and you know, just, just to show you, show you how life can throw you curve, you know, we, we talk a lot about how uh, submissives can be triggered. 
people can be people. triggered but and, and we do mean that in the the legit psychological trigger yeah. definition of the word and uh that happened to me this it past did. weekend you are still on an emotional um, hangover yeah <laughs> and uh it it has thrown me for a loop for quite a few days now and i'm finally starting to and I do wonder, it was, the incident was bad enough, the moment was bad enough, the aftermath was bad enough. Mm-hmm. Was it then exacerbated by just the level of ongoing stress from life in general? And we you can't Absolutely. know that, but yeah, I, I would say, Absolutely. yeah. So, you know, yeah, with, with all that, yeah, it's especially the the past four or five days i have not been feeling my most dominant self (laughs) no and um and i it what's nice is part of my submission is wanting to help you Mm -hmm. and get you through things but also i'm a fixer so one i have to watch that (laughs) you can't certain things can't be fixed many things can't be fixed regardless of even even if your partner wants you to fix them (laughs) just always can't be fixed Um, But that, what's funny is when you are going through a tough time, and we've been beyond coronavirus, like many times in our relationship together, you've gone through tough times. I feel more like I'm having the opportunity to take care of you in those times because my focus becomes Mm -hmm. how do I get, how do I help you get through this and feel okay again? And I desperately... You know, part of it's because I love you as a partner, sure. but also there's that submissive side of me that desperately wants you to be okay and wants to make the hurt go away and wants mm-hmm. to make the stress go away. And this is just one of those, uh, of the whole conversation we can have about this. I don't know how deep we'll end up getting, but that's one of the hard parts as a submissive right now is the general state of the world and how we all have to sort of navigate it and our feelings within it. Mm-hmm. And also the things that go on that may have something to do with the general state of the world, but may not, you know, there's a feeling of helplessness when you can't fix a thing or when I can't make you feel better. Like when I kind of jump into submissive action, you know, <laughs> my superhero cape, um, and I can go into the let me take care of you mode because that's how yeah. I serve and that's how we relate a lot in our relationship. That feels good, but then when you have to face the reality that things, many things in life, but in this specific situation, there was no push a button, snap your fingers, wiggle your nose, fix to this. I, I wish there were. And then and, and then there's there I end up feeling helpless mm-hmm. in the face of that. And that's right. just a that's just a singular moment that had a very clear here's the thing that happened, here was the catalyst for it, here's the outcome. Now let's talk about the fact that we have an ongoing pandemic outside, right? So Depending on, you know, everybody's life situation is different. Some people have lost their job or had their hours greatly reduced because of it. Some mm-hmm. people are frontline people and they got to go to work no matter what. And maybe they're yeah. in healthcare, so they're watching this unfold. You know, some, everybody's experience of this is different, but it's a thing that there is no simple push a button and it's fixed for anybody. Right. And we all are going to look at the, 
problem and the fear we, we may or may not have and the risks and what we need to do to keep ourselves safe and our family safe. And we're gonna react in some way. And for many of us, I think it's safe to say it's a very stressful time. Yeah. Um, and if, if you think that's not impacting your power exchange, either you, you just handle things way differently than almost everybody I know, mm-hmm. or I, you might be fooling yourself slash not quite to the place that others are yet. Because I do think it's a process too. So for some people, day one, you were like this. You were very anxious about the pandemic. Yeah, It was absolutely messing with you. And I was finally calm. And we talked about this in the episode we did on, the first episode we'd done about talking about coronavirus, where I was like, oh, well, my anxiety is like, oh, oh, at least we can name the threat. And we've been planning for these kinds of things our whole life. So, okay. (laughs) And yet, so I thought I was good. And then we were buying the house and I had something to focus on. And I thought Mm -hmm. I was good. And now we're on the other side of that. And I realize months later, maybe months after other people have realized that they're not okay. I'm not okay. I'm not walking around terrified every moment of every day. I don't have an overwhelming anxiety about COVID, partly because, knock on wood, I'm trying to do what I can to try to keep myself and the people I love safe. Mm -hmm. But it's just this, you know, general malaise of, it's hard to think, it's mm-hmm. hard to plan, it's hard to do, it's hard to find energy, it's well, hard to care. Like I, there's- I know for me in the beginning when it first came on, because it was so new and there was so much unknown, that's really what kind of threw me. And, you know, trying to, um, adjust to the new norm, it took me a while and I did. And, and now, because things have swung, the pendulum's kind of swung right now, you know, Florida is one of several states right now that is uh, just going crazy with this. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, our, our hospitals, as three days ago, 75% full. And, and that's kind of thrown me into a whole thing. You know, there's, there's the, the people out in the streets protesting for their lives, you know, in, in regards to Black Lives Matter, um, you know, government, it, it, it wears you down. And I, I know for myself, you know, we have always had uh, kind of an even keel is how I would kind of state it for our power exchange. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we were always on, on very level ground with that. And with, with everything going on and, and, and trying to, to cope and, and navigate life and, and all that, it, it's put it on a very uneven keel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even a, even a few times I have questioned in my mind, um, why are we doing this right now? <laughs> What it? What does it even matter? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not specific to that, but there are many things where I've been like, "What? What the fuck even matters now?" The thing I have liked, and I, and I know this might be a very unique perspective. Certainly, not everybody will see this the way that my brain went. Oh, oh. 
there was something about the levels of, of stress and strife and, and legitimately important things going on in the world, but they're just, mm -hmm. it's a lot. And I think it's yeah. just, we need to be okay with saying it's a lot and we're exhausted by it. Like wherever you're putting your attention, it's a lot and mm -hmm. we are exhausted by it. Doesn't make it less meaningful or less important. Let's just put that out there. But there was a certain point where, and I have found I do this when I'm grieving sometimes now, thankfully I haven't had a million reasons to grieve, but I've had enough where I recognize the pattern that there comes a point where my mind kind of goes, this doesn't even matter to you. Why are you still doing it, thinking about it, pursuing it? And that made it really easy, not easy. It made it easier to make some decisions that otherwise I might not have made because I could have been like, well, this is just what I do. And uh, there, I had a, a moment, like it was maybe a day or a week of clarity of life is freaking short and it's really fucking tough right now. Mm -hmm. For some people, much tougher than it's ever been. And for some people, it's right on par with the re everything they already know about life, yeah. but it's really freaking tough right now. Why are you wasting your time and energy on these things that you don't care about that don't really matter to you? And it was really, keep saying it was really easy, but it's in retrospect that it was really easy to go, yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. Because, and I, I have done that in times of my life when I've grieved the loss of somebody. When my father died, gosh, I was 22, and it was very easy. I was able to let go of some really toxic friendships and some really mm -hmm, some mm -hmm. things that just I, I don't even couldn't even tell you why I was doing them and I was able to do that but then there's another side and I from observation I'm a known lurker on the internet <laughs> I read and do not engage <laughs> there's the other side of it and I have felt this and I think this is also really common it's the there are things that I want to do that I do think are important that are meaningful to me and in this case we could be talking about our power exchange we could be talking about anything and it's exhausting to even get started, more so than it might be otherwise. Like, yeah. I know about the power of procrastination, and I know about <laughs> imposter syndrome. I know how your brain will make you think something's really difficult when it's not, and it's hard to start. But this is just mm -hmm. on a different level to me. And that's the, the part where I get really aggravated because I'm like, no, I actually do want to do that thing. Mm -hmm. This and, is really hard to do, though. And, and there's the, the, the uh, juxtaposition because... You know, as much with, with everything going on and, and I'm asking myself, well, you know, why does this matter? Why why are we doing this right now? On on the other side of that, that's the one familiarity that kind of can remain constant, mm -hmm. so to speak. You know, it, it's it's the one thing that you know, amidst the, the maelstrom that still kind of holds everything together. Yeah. Does that make any sense? I think so. <laughs> I just, so I'm thinking, when I thought about today's topic and today's title, I was thinking about the general world. I was thinking about how we have been, mm -hmm. but I was also thinking about the submissives and the dominants people in clear relationship roles who assume a lot of responsibility, who, even though what they need to do is just maybe rest, what they need to do is mm -hmm. to have certain parts of their power exchange relax a little bit, maybe not all, or the people who are struggling to maintain. It's like, I've, I've just kept thinking about those people and thought you need to hear that it's okay to not be okay. 
it's okay for the the dominant people out there who think they're supposed to be strong for their partner every moment of every day it's it's okay to not be okay (laughs) can i just for the submissive who's like but i have to take care of everybody and i have to take care of everything and and why am i not fulfilled by this and why am i worn out by the thought of it before i've even done anything and why is this all a struggle now it's okay to not be okay and hello the world is on fire okay somebody pointed out in the um live stream chat was something that you and i had just talked about the other day we're we're dealing with covid and now oh there may be a new strain of swine flu to deal with yes (laughs) yeah i know right if you just want to talk about how like 2020 is the worst fucking year (laughs) you know i i saw something funny the other day um talking about that you know how i always say 2020 is hindsight Uh hindsight is 2020 i can't remember which way it goes now do you think maybe that was an omen (laughs) i know that was a warning from the future that we took the wrong way I don't know. (laughs) You know, and I I think that we all, uh, as individuals, and then if you happen to be in a relationship, of course, we have to figure out the right thing for us. And it won't, our right way won't be the right way for the people. So I'm seeing in the live stream chat, you know, people are talking about how much news to consume to take care of themselves and or stay informed. And we do have a, we know a couple of people who just flat refuse to watch the news at all. And yet then we watch them go do things and we're like, yes, it's obvious you don't look at the news. I would, I would like that person to just take five minutes, even a week (laughs) and just maybe skim some headlines. And then you, you have fallen down this rabbit hole. And I know a lot of other people do where, you watch it's too much you read, yeah. you read everything that comes out and then of course when you then you read conflicting things and then the emotions are on a different kind of roller coaster and the stress is just at all-time highs and and somebody said in the live stream chat when they don't pay attention to the news they actually feel more anxious mm-hmm. i'm personally trying to find that balance i ha- i need to know what's going on right but i right. also know what i have found in all of this and i think this has always been a, a thing i've done but i just do it more now because there's more of the world on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I'm in a decent mental headspace when I can skim through the headlines, read a couple of articles that make me go, wait, I think there's new information there that I want to know, whatever that might be. And, yeah. and then I can get out of the news app or I can minimize the screen or I can do whatever. I know it's really bad when I almost compulsively click everything, read everything, even if I'm just kind of skim reading, go through every one of them, feel worse and worse, tell myself, you know what you need to do is stop scrolling this damn phone and go pick up a book. And I keep doing it even as there's a part of my brain going, this is making you feel worse. You should stop. Can't stop, can't stop. It takes more energy to stop than to continue. For me, that's that's been my moment of, of sort of, understanding and clarity now the problem is is when do i have the most clarity about it when i'm done when i'm miserable and i basically am like a giant bean bag that needs to be poured into the bed because (laughs) i've sapped all my mental energy Mm -hmm. um you know we've talked for years in in our podcast about things that were not related to pandemics about the need for if you're not you know naturally an introspective person i'm like i beg of you you just five minutes every so often, please be a little bit more introspective. The problem is, mm-hmm. is that there's a other side of that where you can be too introspective and then you're in your head too much. And I, I think that what I have noticed is all of the things that I 
that I would consider everything has been taken to an extreme. So I can be introspecting about my behavior as I'm doing it and be unable to stop. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can also be introspective about the things I want to do, the things I don't want to do, and then not have the mental energy to just stop or to start. And then I'm mentally berating myself and I give myself no grace and no forgiveness and no space to to just realize that none of us have have any clue what the fuck we're doing. We never did anyway. I, t- mm-hmm. I remember telling the 14 year old of, let me explain to you the secret of adulting. None of us know what the fuck we're doing. We're making it up as we go along. And he just looked at me and I was like, look, you heard it from, you heard it here first. Okay. When you think in your teenage life, you're making it up as you go along. Guess what? 40 years old here, making it up as I go along. Mm-hmm. And the, the problem is, is when we've been making it up as we've been going along, we've been using past experiences, past knowledge, things we believe, things we think, and things that are familiar to us to make those decisions, uh, good or bad decisions. That's what we've been using. And now many of us, most of us, all of us are in completely unfamiliar territory and we don't necessarily have that. And then I have noticed not, not every, we're not all, it's, kinksters are not a monolith, okay? We are not all alike, but many of us are kind of high achieving on certain things. Either it's in all parts of our life or it's the things we care deeply about. But many, many of us have this drive to be good at or to succeed at a thing. And for many mm-hmm. of us, that happens to be our kink. And we feel like we're failing and we're not fucking failing. We're surviving a goddamn pandemic in the middle of, the worst yeah. timeline of the multiverse. Okay, I mean, and, let's just and, say that. And, and it's it's a matter, I think, of having to adjust on the fly. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you know, and and that's something very few of us are good at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, for me, with the news, I've I've gotten to a point. I scan the major news sources probably once a day. Yep, you're better. There was, oh, there was a time when every time I walked by you, you were like, oh, the new number count is, the new this is. I was like, Mm and we did, we finally had a conversation. I was like, you know, I want to be informed as much as the next person. You've got, I need you to stop being the town crier on this because you were stressing me out. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that part of what I try to do, I'm not doing such a hot job of it right now, but on the days when it works it works. It works well. I do try to set aside specific time in a day where I will look at that. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm going to catch up with the headlines. I I know if a massive thing happened, you would be like, I've got to tell you this. A massive yeah. thing just happened. <laughs> but I try to set aside a block of time where that's when I'm going to do that. And I'm not going to look at headlines. I'm not going to check the news outside of that time. For me, my stomach is growling and I ate lunch. If you can hear my stomach growling, I'm sorry. Um, so what that allows me to do is that allows me, when it works, to focus on other things I need to get done or focus on things I want to get done. Um, probably the thing that, I, there are several things that I'm, I have negative emotions about, but I don't know if I'm sad or stressed I'm not angry, but I'm not, I'm unhappy about is that the things that I would really like to be focusing on right now, I'd like to be focusing, focusing on 
you know, sex again. That'd be nice. My libido had already tanked before this. You want to talk about <laughs> putting it in just like... Sahara mode? I mean, it's a deep well that's been covered over with concrete at this point. They built a high rise on it. You don't even know it's there. You can't hear the Jumanji drums in the background letting mm -hmm. you know that it ever existed. Like, that's how far gone the libido feels. And, like, I wanted to, I, I want to and, and have wanted to find ways to maybe figure that out. Yeah. Um, we had talked about deepening, strengthening, doing something with our DS. So we felt a little bit more connected. Right. You know, there are things about, and, and it's funny, I don't have any conscious thoughts about why not. It's not, for me, it's not, oh, well, I can't because the world is a dumpster fire and that's more important. I mean, mm. I, I have, I think, I think I've gotten to a point where I'm a little bit better able to go, to compartmentalize and go, the world is a dumpster fire and I will do what I need to do to even on a very small granular scale, make it less so. Yeah. And also the same thing is true at the same time that I have this, this rich inner and outer life that is a part of the world and it isn't, and it deserves love and care and attention. I have gotten to a point in my life that both of those things can be true at the same time. Some people are not there yet. For some people, the world is a dumpster fire and they, they almost feel guilty that they want mm -hmm. to work on their themselves or their sex life or whatever. And I think we have to get to that place on our own, you know, on our own yeah. time as well. So my point to all that is not that I'm having those thoughts of that we can't or we shouldn't. It's mm -hmm. literally like, I just can't, I... Uh, I know. I'm running on empty. And I think most of us are just running on empty. And there's no good way. I don't, I think self-care and whatever, whatever that means to you, it's not all yoga and journaling, by the way. Like self-care is taking your medicine and going to a doctor. And self-care means a lot of things. Self-care, I think, is only going to ever get us so far. And I think some things are just bigger than that bubble bath. You know, I think, <laughs> yeah. I think, finding small points of joy or relaxation or accomplishments, you know, accomplishments in a day are important if you can, but I don't, I'm not sure I think that that's ever going to be big enough to fix a general malaise about the worst timeline ever. However, it's impacted you. I think some people might be able to find their way through that and, and maybe they are, maybe they have, and we, maybe we need to listen to those people. But I just, I just don't think it's that simple, you know. What I, I, I do wonder. Would I feel better if we had world leaders who I felt confident were doing everything that needed to be done? Maybe, maybe mm. I'd feel better about that. I don't know. Would I feel better if we had a clear plan that we, as in in our case, we're talking about the U.S. because that's where we live, but we as a nation were kind of collectively attempting to do together. I don't know, maybe, but since that's not my reality, I can't say that that's what I need yeah. in order to then have enough mental and emotional and maybe even spiritual, I'm not a very spiritual person, but the energy yeah. of all those levels to then focus on, I want to be a better submissive or I just want to be a decent mm -hmm, submissive or mm -hmm. I want to do a kinky thing. That would be really nice. Like yeah. it just, it takes so much energy to get through a day sometimes. Yeah that there's no energy left to go do all the extra stuff that is fulfilling and makes you feel mm -hmm. more like a 
a whole person who's doing something right with your life. Like, I think that's the worst part of it. So much energy is being sucked out of us because the world's on fire in many different ways that there's no energy left to go. But these are the things that if I could do these things, I think I would be better able to face the dumpster fire out there. Yeah, I, I think, you know, X made a good point. You know, the, the world's always been a dumpster fire to some extent. Mm-hmm. I, I think what makes this so different is that it crosses the lines. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it doesn't matter what politics you follow. It doesn't matter what race you are, you know, what 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 gender, how, how you identify it, it affects everyone in, in some way or form. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's really what, what makes it mm-hmm. worse. Um, you know, oddly enough, what's kind of helped starting to clear my mind, and, and I started doing this and I knew that in reality it was probably something I should have done a few years ago. I, I have started blocking and unfollowing people on Facebook. Oh, I ha- I do. Th- I'm more on Twitter than on Facebook. Man, yeah. I've gotten real liberal with that. I didn't used to. I used to think, I think I thought it made me not a nice person. And now I'm like, I'm going to take care of my fucking self. Right. First and foremost. Mm-hmm. Block, mute. Yeah. Don't need to see that. Thank you very much. You know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, kind of culling that stuff out has, has helped me a little bit. I mean... Yesterday was a horrible day for me. Yeah. I, I, I was in a very, very low and dark place yesterday. And I hate that that happened to you on a day when you were finally left alone. Yeah, know, we'll talk I... about why you were left alone <laughs> in the bonus section. But like that was supposed to be like your day to like walk around the house naked and, yeah. you know, watch your YouTube videos at full volume. Like I was mm-hmm. like, he's, he's having a day. Okay. This is great. This is what he needs. And I can't, I remember I came home last night and your whole energy and your your body language was just worse, almost maybe worse than the drama and the shit that went down over the weekend, which is what mm-hmm. caused where you were yesterday in part. Yeah, I was really worried about you. Yeah. Now, I know that I have, I think I know. Here's the thing. I try and say, I know I do this, but what I found is I'm completely inconsistent. I think that's all of us. We do some things meaning that are meaningful some of the time, but we don't necessarily do them all the time. That's just, I think, the human experience. Mm. I What I do know about myself is that most of the time, and yesterday, Tuesday, day before recording, um, I tried to do this because it's my go-to, which is you are down, and I know that I cannot fix that you are down. Mm-hmm. But I want you, I want to somehow help you get back to um, closer to whatever normal is for you. And so I know sometimes while I'm at the same time trying to be very mindful of you're not in a good headspace, I also try and act like things are normal. And I was trying to do that a little bit yesterday, sort of a no nonsense. Yeah. Hey, we got to deal with dinner. Hey, I got questions about. Mm -hmm. You know, we got, we got July is a big month for us with birthdays. We're now in July and we had some decisions to make. And and I was trying to move that forward. And sometimes I feel really insensitive for that. And sometimes you can be really insensitive about that. Depends on the situation. But sometimes I also think it maybe helps you a little bit. Is Mm -hmm. that? It it does because it, it, it gives me that, that sense of normalcy, that sense of routine. Um, what really helped me the most, though, 
Um, we we have um, a, a routine that when we go to bed at night, we do not go right to sleep. Um, we talk. And last night, we and and we most of the time don't generally try to do this too much. We don't try to get into too deep. We don't turn it into like a meeting of the minds. We're yeah. just trying to chit chat. We're, we're just trying to, to talk and, you know, have some, some time together. Uh, last night it turned into a bit of a deep dive. Oh, we got some things dealt with. Yeah. It was kind of nice. It, it was. <laughs> and and I think it, it was much needed. Uh, last night I can actually say I slept. Oh, good. Decently. Not great, but de- more decent than I have for the last few nights. I haven't slept decently in so many months. I <laughs> yeah. don't even remember. <laughs> you know, and um, it I that helped mm-hmm. a great deal. And you know, here's what's funny. So I I worry that I'm not being a good submissive. There's things I'd like to be, and yet be doing that I'm not. General malaise, as we've discussed. And yet, when I'm in that mode with you, mm-hmm. and we're problem solving, and I'm I'm. If you were on the outside looking in of that conversation, you would not think I was submissive at all. You would not even think that was a submissive act because I'm very firm in my opinions and here's what I think and here's what I said and here's how I feel. And it's it's very direct. Even as I'm trying to be kind and empathetic and like, I know you might not see it this way. I'm still like sort of laying it out there. And yet it is when I feel sometimes my most submissive because I know I'm doing that in service of mm-hmm. you in the sense that if you can get some clarity of thought about how you see a specific stressful situation, mm-hmm. then you can, I think I said this a little bit ago, am I on repeat? Maybe I am. Then you can get more back to yourself. Yeah. And that, that was this, and it's, and it, that's where I, I, I know I'm not alone in this. Everybody doesn't feel this way, but enough. I know I'm not alone in it. Sometimes we discount the things that we do in our power exchange as because they're not what we immediately think of as submission or dominance, as somehow Mm -hmm. not good enough, as somehow not really whatever our role happens to be. And yet when I'm, you know, taking a sort of a 50,000 foot view of it, I'm like, wait, I did that because my whole purpose and being was help you feel better help you get that clarity that you needed, not tell him what to think, not make up his mind for him. Thankfully, I have grown past thinking that I can even do that and even trying to do that. But that is part of my submission. And mm-hmm. and because it doesn't look like, put air quotes around that, look like submission from the outside or because it doesn't fit some weird stereotype or ideal I have in my head, I can discount that as not really being a good submissive or submissive enough or or not mm-hmm. really, you know, fine tuning our, our power exchange and, and, you know, navigating it the way we had said we wanted to. And yet we've had enough over the past several months since, especially since COVID became like a thing we were really thinking about daily. Yeah. That has been a thing I've done for you a lot. I mean, almost on a weekly basis. It's not always about the same thing, but mm-hmm. because there's the things that stress me out directly, 
have not been the same things that stress you out directly. So yes, coronavirus yeah. is stressful and being worried about getting it and then, you know, all of that, that's stressful. But I don't have high anxiety about that, mostly because I don't know. I don't know why I don't, but I don't have a lot of high anxiety about that. So I can have those conversations with you and speak about them in um, a less emotional way. Mm -hmm. The issue you went through this weekend, which we will keep alluding to, but it's one of those, it's a family thing. We're not going to talk about it. Um, that was something that I, as, as if impacted as I was emotionally, I was still on the outside looking in. And so I could be there for you. Mm -hmm. And that is, that's gotta be meaningful. I need to find meaning in that because that is me serving you. It doesn't, it's not the same as being on my knees. It's not the same as remembering the coffee pot. And I've probably forgotten the coffee pot more times in the past four months, five months than I have in our whole relationship. And I think maybe, maybe that's something. If it helps you out there, then it's something. It might not be specific to coronavirus. It might not be specific to any of the big issues that we're talking about. But if you find yourself inhabiting your role in comfort of or in 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 a, in a way to help your partner it doesn't have mm -hmm. to look like anything that power exchange has ever looked before it doesn't have to be the idealized thing you might have in your head it's got to count like i just you know it 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 does and i i noticed you know several people in in the live chat um talking about how when they get stressed they kind of turn inwards mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that is definitely what i do oh yeah you do i know i just go oh look at you walking around with your feelings could you like <laughs> yeah talk to me <laughs> yeah yeah and and you know last night with with us talking like that that helped bring bring me out of that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then i i don't think i sensed it i was getting very tired <laughs> <laughs> I'd had a very long day and then you there's did, a, there's a did. lot of um, emotional work that goes into conversations like that. I when it's somebody I just genuinely care about with my whole being like you and especially when I I am in that mode of this is in service, I thrive on that. I'll actually like not feel how exhausted I am until we're done. By the end of the conversation, I did not have a sense of whether that helped you or not because I was too damn tired. I was I finally wow. wiped the hell out. Um but it makes me then feel good at a, a one as a human being, two mm -hmm. as the woman who loves you, three as my little subby self to know that that was helpful because then that means that the thing I wanted to accomplish I did, and yeah, it benefits me. I mean, let's not let's not mm -hmm. be you know obtuse about it. I benefit if his mood is where it needs to be. <laughs> of course, okay? Nobody <laughs> wants to walk around mm -hmm. with a grumpy polar bear, is all I'm saying. <sighs> but it is more important to me for you not to not to have that that stressed look or that hurt look. I mean, it it's physically painful to me when I know you're in a place like that. And I thankfully know I can't fix everything. <laughs> can't fix everything. But maybe I can help you figure it out for yourself. Mm -hmm. And 
it, it goes back to why I just roll my eyes real hard when people talk about opinionated people can't possibly be submissive. Fuck you and your opinions I don't agree with because I'm using that superpower I have of being really fucking opinionated and thinking deeply about all kinds of things in service of a person I care about. And that has to count as something. It It's not what we thought we would use for, I'm feeling better already in this conversation. Thank you for the therapy session now. Right. Um, because, you know, I started out this day, I woke up this morning thinking, I'm, am I, I mean, I know I'm submissive. I know who I am, but I'm not feeling it because we haven't been able to do this. We haven't been able to do that. Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, I, we finally had sex this morning. Thank God. And I was kind of coy about it. Like I didn't like jump into your arms. Actually, I got got a hot flash right as you decided you wanted to touch (laughs) me. And I was like, ah, I hate this. I mean, I love it, but I hate it because hot flashes are a thing and they suck. Um, but you know, I was feeling bad because I wasn't being whatever picture I had in my head of what submission is because life is fucking hard right now. And yet in this conversation where I'm like, wait, that, that's an act of service. And I know that's an act of service. Oh, wait. Oh, I'm feeling. And then you tell me it worked. And mm-hmm. now I'm feeling, I'm feeling more secure in myself as a submissive. Yeah. And I, I think that's another maybe a reality that some of us understand that or can relate to uh, on some level we're living in a dumpster fire of a world right now where there's a lot going on and it weighs heavily on our minds even if we're navigating it fairly well i mean let's be very clear here we john brownstone and myself have not had financial problems from it we've not had health problems from we are very very fortunate and very cognizant of our privileges in this situation we're doing fine um so people do have it worse, but it is still a shitty situation and we all are having to navigate some level of it. And to just be able to say, this sucks and this is hard. I lost my train of thought, but I feel like that's that's meaningful. It's a live stream. I can't go back and rewind. Sorry. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a, a ranty roll, I think. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. I just... It, it needs to be okay to admit that you're not okay. And if you have people in your lives who you can talk to, whether it's a partner or it's just community, I think the value of shared community, if it's a positive space, is more important than it's ever been. Um, I think that some of us do live in isolated situations, especially as kinksters. If you are happen to have that life where you can't you know the people around you have no clue that you are kinky but you're navigating these tough situations and maybe you can't see your partner maybe you know you you broke up maybe your relationship is like kind of feels like it's crumbling around you and you have nobody around you to talk Mm -hmm. about it it's Mm -hmm. and then of course we put expectations on ourselves so like our lives are it's stressful but our lives are fine knock on wood right so it's easy to go well i should be handling this better there's no fucking script for for what we're going through. No. But I already said that, and I know I'm on repeat, and I know I am gonna be that old lady that I'm not. I'm already that old lady that tells you the same story twenty times. I know. But man, it's gonna be really bad when I'm like elderly. I won't be able to hear you by then. I know, so. I know. 
you're going to be that guy that just smiles at whatever your wife says because you can't hear a word she says. Smile and nod. I know. Smile and nod. So, I don't, there are many things that could be said. I think most of the things people kind of already know. I want to, I want to validate it for, for folks who just maybe think they're the only ones. I want to, I just want to give space for that, for that conversation, Mm -hmm. for that acknowledgement. Even if you're, if it's most, you're mostly fine right now. I would have told you a month ago I was mostly fine. And then, and then I uh, realized that there are about half a dozen personal things. They're not business related. They're not money related. They're just personal things. I have been incapable of doing or starting, even though I mean it when I say I desperately want to. And I'm, I recognize it's part of it's the state of the world. And then here I am, somebody who typically feels pretty secure in our power exchange and I wake up and I'm like, I'm not a real submissive, which is bullshit. (laughs) And so it's like, shit, if I'm thinking it, other people are thinking it, we gotta, we gotta have this conversation. Also, we literally could not think of a topic because nothing felt important. Mm -hmm. Nothing felt urgent that we've gotta, you know, this will help people's relationships if they just know this. Like, no, it was like <laughs> the world's on fire and yeah. it's hard to care about anything right now. I mean, that was, and you know, what's funny. I have not looked at the news headlines today. That's my evening thing to do, you know, cause I like not sleeping. Um, <laughs> and so I don't know, maybe the world is a, 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 a millimeter better for all it's not i know it's not but still like i don't know that the world is any more on fire than it was yesterday but so that's all this is i don't know if it's helpful then i'm i'm glad of it if it makes you feel seen even better if you're like oh i don't relate to any of this that's okay that's it's okay if you ever one day do relate to it feel free to come back to and go oh okay I can relate now, you know, and, and if that brings you comfort, great. Um, I guess I just wanted a space to go. Yeah. Mm. Oh, <laughs> I don't have yeah. good, healthy coping mechanisms right now. I'm, I'm eating everything <clears throat> that's put in front of my face, even when I know it causes my body physical pain. Like talk about masochism. <laughs> I'm like, I, that thing that does taste delicious will put me in pain for 24 hours. Yeah, I'm totally gonna fucking eat that shit. Hell yeah. Or, you know, waking up at 7.30 in the morning and scrolling for an hour on your phone always, always triggers some level of anxiety. You should not do this. Don't worry, I'm gonna scroll anyway. Like, (laughs) like I know I'm doing things, actively doing things that are not good for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because it's just... Then I don't know. <sighs> mm, it's oh, it's okay. not easy. Definitely not fun. Of course not. Of course not. I think I think another thing is, and I. Not everybody will agree with this, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I think I I do think that where you can find joy and hope and light and love and goodness, whatever that means to you, because it's different for all of us y'all celebrate that be swim in your joy of whatever that is is it a new relationship is it you know is it a promotion at work is it you learned a new kinky skill 
Is it you completed a project? Like, it doesn't matter what the fuck it is. We, us allowing ourselves to find and experience real joy on very small, personal, granular levels does not fix the dumpster fire of the world, but it helps us continue moving forward because at some point this dumpster fire of the world, there'll be another dumpster fire, but at least it'll be a different dumpster fire at that point. I mean, we can cope with that one better. Mm -hmm. This will create a new normal and come to some kind of nebulous end of some sort, however long that takes, we have no way of knowing. And if you have denied yourself any level of joy that you can find, even if it's just laughing at snarky jokes, right? What kind of person are you gonna be at that point? I mean, how are you gonna cope as a human being? I'm not um, uh, smart enough to have the right words for this. There are probably some really philosophical things that better spoken people (laughs) than myself can say, but you know, it's, it's right up there to me with why I will crack a joke to cut tension. Like at a dark moment, we've talked about this before. I'm going to cut it. I'm going to make a joke. It's going to be inappropriate. Somebody's going to be uncomfortable because I cracked that joke. It's fine. I, I need the moment of, even if it's harsh laughter, almost angry laughter, I need that moment to remind myself that I can laugh, that there are still things that are good in my personal world in the little sphere and bubble I have for myself that's not part of the that big overwhelming world of seven plus billion people. Um, it's a little bit like cultivating your inner life when your outer life is mm-hmm. like on fire. Um, and whether you do that through kink or you do that through other things, it's fine. Um, but I think that's important too. It doesn't make everything better. It doesn't fix anything, but if it helps you get through a day, right? then that's what matters. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to do that with online shopping. That's not been going well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just paid the credit card bill. <laughs> not been going well. I have to find other coping mechanisms. <laughs> um, so I'm going to stop talking cause I could keep talking and I just, you know, I just want anybody out there who thought they were the only one to know that they are mm. never the only one. No. You were never the only submissive. You were never the only masochist. You were never the only dominant. You were never the only whatever very specific kink you're into. You're never the only one. There's always somebody out there. And hopefully this is a point of connection to be reminded of that on mm-hmm. another level. Yeah. So. Okay. Um. So I guess we should do, we, well, we're not should. Lord, I'm, I'm so, like, I'm deflated. Like, <laughs> uh, but we are going to do a bonus section. Yeah. We will, because we'll talk about what I did yesterday, because that mm-hmm. was kind of exciting. And that's probably about all I've got. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I, I can ramble at any point, put a microphone in front of me. Mm-hmm. I, I'll talk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It might not make any sense to anybody. I mm-hmm. think I lost my train of thought at least twice in this episode. Sorry about that, y'all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is here we are. Yeah. Um, All right. So yeah, I think so. We good? I'm not answering that question. Yeah, I know. I hear you. <laughs> Asked me yesterday would have been a whole different. It would have been. We'll talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. We good? <laughs> Keep, Keep it, it kinky, kinky y'all. y'all, and we'll see you next week. Yes, baby girl. Can I talk to her?
to the crickets, please? You like talking to the crickets, don't you? I do you? like talking to the crickets. Yeah. Uh-huh. Why, why do you like talking to the crickets so much, baby girl? Because they're the crickets. Yeah. And they're proud crickets. Ah. And they're my community. Ah, okay. Community yeah. is important right now. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. Even the lurker ones who never speak to me, it's okay. I'm mm. one of those types of people. <laughs> I, <laughs> I see you even though you're like, please don't see me. That's why I lurk. I haven't even been lurking lately. I know. That's how I know the world's on fire because you will usually still at least lurk. Yeah. So can I talk with the damn crickets, please? You can talk okay, to the crickets. Okay, thank you. <laughs> So, are we gonna do an emoji of the week? Yeah, we're gonna repeat one. We're gonna do our purple heart. Actually, you know what? Do do your favorite color heart. It doesn't have to be purple. Do your favorite color heart emoji. Do it in the live stream. Do it in a comment in the video. If you're listening on the podcast, reach out in whatever way we're connected. Um, FetLife DMs, Twitter, email. Um, yeah, however, your favorite color heart emoji, I, there's, I think an entire rainbow and I know there's a black heart. I don't, is there a white heart? I don't know. Whatever your color is. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, Flashfire says in the live stream chat, one, wants me to notice you. I totally noticed you. Uh, but also that was a short stream. It was because... It was either that or talk for another six hours. Some of y'all would let us talk for another six hours. I got some stuff to do. I can't be talking for another yeah. six hours. <laughs> oh, gosh. So yesterday, the Tuesday. So poor podcast listeners, time travel's weird. So, or if you're, yeah. if you're watching like way later, listening way later, you found us in the year 2022 and you're like, yesterday, what? We're recording on Wednesday, July 1st, on Tuesday, June 30th. I, thankfully my mother and my aunt, like my whole family, which that's, that's my whole family other than you guys. Um, both my mom and my aunt have taken the pandemic very seriously. So they do not needlessly go out. They wear masks, they social distance. They get very, they, they're like me. We're all very introverted. We got personal bubble space kind of thing. Like don't get within three feet of me if I don't know you anyway. Now, oh, six feet, even better. They follow that. They respect that. I feel like they're they're taking everything seriously. I'm not having to have a boomer conversation with my older family members of actually, no, this is serious. Could you take it seriously? I'm very fortunate there. So when my mom was like, hey, can the 10-year-old still like come to my house for the summer? I was like, well, let's talk about this. So he's going to be there for a minimum of a month. If school opening gets delayed, I'll let him stay longer if he wants to. I think he'll want to. His grandmother is his favorite person on the planet right now. I think I'm second, but she is definitely first. Um, but normally what would have happened is she would have driven all the way here, stayed for a couple of days, then taken yeah. it back. That did not feel right, partly because my aunt and uncle have some health issues beyond pandemic stuff. And she was like, I don't think I need to be like taking up space in their house. And I was like, yeah, probably not. So we decided to meet kind of in the middle we each drove to Tallahassee, met in a Zaxby's parking lot because none of us were going into a restaurant. I don't care if you can, just because you can do something don't mean you should. Uh, we ate lunch in our cars. <laughs> she and her best friend who always rides with her because she's an anxious driver, uh, spirited away the 10-year-old. He is now off to Mississippi with his grandma. 
Um, I had the 14 year old too, because I said, you're at least going to look at your grandma and say hi if you don't want to spend the summer with her. I, I respect the teenager being like, please don't make me go to my grandma's house. <laughs> so does my mom. She's like, no, no, I get it. He's getting to that age. He does not want to do that. But I, what I thought was like, oh, it'll be like a three hour drive there and a three hour drive back. It was closer to three and a half hours. And then we were in the car for lunch. So I was in the car for nine hours. I came home and I'm like, oh, John Brownstone has been left on his own for the first time in literal months. No kids around, no me around. He's gonna walk around naked. He's gonna like watch his porn. I did see a stroker on the bathroom counter. So I know at least one good thing happened. <laughs> I was like, he's gonna have himself a big day. And I walked in and I was exhausted, like just, Oh, and I know y'all are gonna laugh at me. I do not use the cruise control in my car. So my leg always hurts after I drive all day long. It's a control thing. I don't, I don't, I don't use my cruise control. Um, <laughs> so I walk in and I'm just like wet blanket, just limp, tired. And you just looked, OMG, it was a <laughs> bad day. I was like, what is wrong? <laughs> like we're down to one kid and the one kid who can be left home on his own, we don't worry about him what is wrong? <laughs> so then I, I fed your emotions with good food. Yeah. Um, I got a little bossy, but in a very submissive way. Mm -hmm. uh, I got you to make some decisions about uh, a birthday thing. Yeah. Uh, and then you had sex with me this morning. So clearly you're feeling better. Mm. So, you know, that's our, that's our day. I know you wanted mm. to know all of those details, but yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Hmm. But I haven't really. I don't have anything. You you've had a rough week. Yeah, you've had a rough week. I mean, I've been been doing a few things. I've actually been updating um, my Etsy shop. Yeah, yeah. And uh, website mm -hmm. with with some stuff because um, I've had all this stuff that I've made in the last few months just sitting around. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I know we're buying an entire piece of furniture to hold all of hold your stuff. Hold all that stuff, yes. Well, I will when well. I can get a click and pick up True. lot in Orlando True. at... Might take us another I month. Ikea? Ikea? Ikea. I think it's... Ikea. Somebody correct me. Was it Queen Freya who was who was educating us? Yes. I don't think Queen Freya is here today. No, I haven't seen I wish her. they were so they could... Because I'm still, I'm struggling. Mm. Um, but either way, yes, I'm back to checking multiple times a day. Can I get a pickup slot? Because we need more fucking furniture. I'm over this. I'm over this. I'm done yeah. with furniture. Um, CDC, yes, the, um, the the shop pretty much is set up. As set up as it's going to be. As set up as it's going to be at this point. Mm -hmm. um, my um, scroll saw has gone south. Yeah, so a new saw is needed. Um, yeah, so my, my scroll saw is, is, is DOA, uh, no hope of revival. <laughs> yeah. Uh, CDC asked about our workspace. Um, it will be completely set up workspace-wise once we get one more piece of furniture. Mm -hmm. We have a corner of this office space that we're in that is as junky as it gets and it is stressing me out yeah so we're going to buy I mean, that piece of furniture we, we are probably what we'd say about 60 percent 75 truly okay. yeah. and this has nothing to do okay so this has nothing to do with anything but it is technically workspace so 
I ordered some stuff for my cross stitch from Canada because it was the only place I could get it from. <laughs> and I've waited six weeks and it's now being shipped to me. I'm tracking it impatiently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a corner of our office is also my stitching space because it's not a space I use to work, so it's okay. Um, and so that now has to be organized. And once that space is organized, then the whole room will be completely done. It is very yeah. exciting. Yeah, we've been doing a lot of research on equipment. Um, we dropped the news for um, patrons in our behind the scenes podcast episode that went out on June thirtieth. We've bought some new equipment, mm-hmm. um, and depending on uh, the learning curve, <laughs> either next week or the week after, uh, anybody who watches us on YouTube will hopefully notice a massive improvement in picture quality Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. especially when you insist on putting us up on your your smart tv as some of you (laughs) tell us that you do and i'm like i know the picture quality is not great i don't what do i look like pixelated i don't know um so yeah we've we've been we've been doing stuff i love how in the live stream chat there's people who are like i love cruise control and other people are like Mm, no, I, it's a contr- it's totally a control thing. No. I, I love. Cruise. I know you I do. Love, yeah, I know you do. Now here's my question, because I believe everybody so far who has said that they like it, I think they're all doms. Is it because you're making the car do what you want to do with less effort? <laughs> These are the things I wonder. So I'm just. It, it, it's a back saver on long drives. Well, I mean, it I'm is good. that. Yes. But also. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I just don't, I don't like it. (laughs) 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 Oh, I'm, I've got, we've got Velvet Sky and Juniper uh, and X saying that, yes, we're on a big screen. Uh, Okay, so hopefully once the new equipment arrives, that will be a huge difference, Mm -hmm, especially... mm -hmm telling you i don't i don't think i want to see myself all pixelated um so yeah i'm gonna have to have a little bit of uh time because there's gonna be some new software yeah involved to learn to play with it this weekend yeah if it arrives on time it's supposed Mm -hmm. to arrive on thursday day after we're recording this yeah yeah thankfully that was a business expense so i'm Hmm. able to put that out of the business account that was nice um yeah, nice. I think I finally calmed down on my online shopping. Oh, good. I'm just getting ramped up. Well, you want to <laughs> you know what's funny? I have calmed down on my... Per- that's not complete. Well, I have some books I want to buy. But I have calmed down on my personal online shopping because now I get to buy birthday presents. <laughs> uh, yes, now I get to buy birthday presents. Because, yeah, we've got, I've got to pick something out for my aunt whose birthday is oh, at the end right. of the month. Yeah. Even yeah. if I won't yeah. see her, I at least can eat get it to work so right. yeah so yeah my my online shopping has not has not actually i guess changed it's just been diverted well you know t- today of this recording today is july 1st i just got the uh july woodcraft sale flyer oh goodness the wood store yep mm. yep 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 Did, or is there wood you want to buy yes there's always wood you want to buy what am i saying <laughs> what am i saying yeah there is yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, we're kind of. I think we're kind of quiet this week. Mm-hmm. Um, we are doing our Friday night uh, YouTube hangout. Mm-hmm. I will for any even if you if you 
for podcast listeners, you are always welcome to join. But I know some people, when once they're a podcast listener, that is what they do. They just listen. Um, but yeah, if you end mm-hmm. up missing the live streams, maybe the Wednesday live streams for the podcast, maybe you can join us on the Hangout. Um, we have floated the idea. We've made no decisions yet. Mm-hmm. But we have floated the idea of doing the Friday night Hangout less frequently. Um, we haven't made no panicking for my live stream folk. No, we've not made any decisions, but that is a thing that we are considering. Um, I know I've talked about this a couple times already, but the mini podcast episodes, the 12 have ended. Those are all out. And I've gotten Mm -hmm. a lot of feedback from people who are like, Hey, keep doing that. So that will probably seems a lot, a lot of people like it. I just gotta get my shit together. Mm -hmm. I think. Um, so yeah. yeah, but <laughs> so. So. Uh, yeah, that's. Yeah. I don't. I'm it's, feeling very quiet today. I just. I, I know, know that's shocking. I just talked for an hour. I know, right? but but beyond that, I I am I'm feeling very quiet. Well, they're today. they're not going anywhere for the immediate future, X. Oh, let's tell podcast listeners yeah. what we're talking about the uh, the Friday night YouTube hangout live streams. No. No, I, I don't want to get burnt out on it, mm-hmm. but I also feel like the world is still on fire, so maybe they're still helping enough people. Yeah. But, yeah. So, hmm. and yeah, I'm just feeling, I'm feeling quiet this week. Hmm. The rain makes me want to take a nap. Yes. Uh, yes. I, got, I got stuff to do, though, so I probably should not take a nap. No, can't. No. At least until you get that stuff boxed up. I Once s- I leave to go to the post office, oh, that's then you true. can take a nap. I suck. I forgot another announcement. I should have said at the beginning. <gasps> and now only the crickets know, but it's okay if the crickets know. But I feel bad because I meant to make it a like a everybody announcement. Mm. For people who do not watch us on YouTube um, and you subscribe maybe through a podcast, we have a giveaway attached to one of our videos. So maybe, maybe it would be worth watching a video. Uh, elegantly owned um sponsored us for the month of june thank yes. you again to elegantly owned uh, i think tasty is probably still in the live chat um and we did a review video which we paired with a giveaway mm-hmm. and um for podcast Excuse listeners i will put that link to that video in the show notes page so you can watch it because that's got the giveaway details uh, if you hear rumbling in the background, the rain came back. Um, so we've already got some people who have entered. That's really cool. We will have three winners because we have three items that we are giving away from Elegantly Owned. Um, and because there would be small packages, we are they're open to more than just the U.S. Because um, that we can mail them fairly inexpensively. Um and so, yeah, I forgot all about that. Uh, for anybody who's actually watching on YouTube, it is our most recently uh, uploaded video, the uh, collar review, elegantly owned, hmm. I think is what I called it. So, yeah, there's that. I can't believe I forgot to mention that at the top. So, and Eva asked, it's one entry per person. Yes. And if you happen to be in a relationship or there's some friend of yours who's willing to do it, that's fine. <laughs> I don't mind. It's just the same person cannot give, cannot enter multiple times. Uh, we did a very simple entry this time on like a Google form. We do ask for email addresses, but we're not going to keep that information. Um, 
so you don't have to worry about like getting spam afterwards because you gave me your email address. I'm not, I don't play that shit. Um, so yeah. And it's um, two day collars that are beautiful. One is black, one mm-hmm. is purple and, and the like aluminum um, they're made with. Aluminum, right, Tasha? Or they, yeah, yeah. You'll tell me in the live stream chat. And um, the other is an anklet that's very pretty. Hmm. Bubblegum pink. It's all gorgeous. That's all gorgeous. Yeah. I'm wearing my anklet right now. I don't hmm. feel I don't feel right with it on. Because I don't like cruise control and I kept my foot in the same exact spot for three and a half hours, two ways. <laughs> so seven hours of just pure driving. Um, my foot swelled up and it the anklet left a mark on my ankle. <laughs> it's like, oh, these, this was not how I intended to get marks, but okay, we'll take <laughs> it. We'll take it. Um so yeah. Um, okay. I think that's it. I think that I, I mean, I could ramble y'all hanging out with y'all talking to y'all, whether I know you're listening on the podcast or it's the, or it's YouTube is a, is, um, a comfort to me. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I hope y'all have a sense of community being part of this in whatever way you, you experience it. But I, y'all are my community too. So I feel better um being here <laughs> so i am um, yeah yeah that's yeah. that's all i got yeah. maybe i'll take it easy today and be easy on myself i do have work to do there you go so but okay we love right. you guys thanks for joining us yeah um Always happy to have you along yeah if you are uh if you enjoy the YouTube stuff, we got the hangout on Friday night. If you're mm-hmm. a newsletter subscriber, I always put that link in the newsletter. Yeah. Um, and I put the link to sign up for the newsletter in show notes pages and description boxes. So if you are not, then haha. Um, and then if you're a patron, we have a live Q&A on Saturday. And then we'll mm-hmm. be back next Wednesday because mm-hmm. that's what we do. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.